0: Hi, I'm Sally Prosser. Welcome to That Voice Podcast. Great to have you here. Take a breath and settle in. Practical tips and inspirational stories are coming your way to help you speak with more confidence, to grow your business, advance your career, and be done with public speaking freakouts. As a former TV journalist and company spokesperson, qualified speech and drama teacher, spiritual life coach, and TikToker, I know firsthand the power of using your voice with confidence. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome to That Voice podcast. My guest today is the gorgeous Leticia Ondrak. And I wanted to have Leticia on the podcast because she's doing with business something similar to what I'm doing with voice, and that is bringing a holistic approach Leticia is a soul and biz doula. Love that. And she helps women create soul aligned businesses, careers, and lives. And she makes ancient spiritual wisdom, in particular, Ayurveda, really accessible for people. And that's what I'm doing with Speak From Your Soul. So Speak From Your Soul is a six week spiritual journey. It's an online course to help you find your authentic voice and make it heard. So if you're lacking confidence in speaking, you're afraid to put yourself out there, show up online. Maybe you're not feeling cool, calm, connected and queenly when you speak. You might actually dislike your voice. Well, these are all signs that your voice needs to come back into alignment with who you truly are. And this is what we do in Speak From Your Soul. We start the next round in May. So if you're not on the wait list, now is the time to join. That link is in the show notes. Now, I'd love to introduce you to the beautiful Laetitia. Leticia Andrak, it is amazing to have you on the podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Sally, for having me. I'm really excited for our conversation today.
0: We were just saying uh, before this, that in Australia, because you live in Sydney, you would have a lot of people calling you Leticia Andrak. And so let's start there, Leticia. Tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Yes, so I am born and raised in the south of France, in the French Riviera, Provence. And um, I grew up there, spent most of my childhood until I moved to Paris for uh, working. So I studied business and I moved into one of the best business school and then into strategy consulting in Paris. And it was a whole new word for me, the little girl from this small village in the south of France, very connected to nature. So it was another word and I explored it and I loved it. And then after a few years living the life on paper that uh, everyone dreamed to live, traveling a lot, earning a lot of money, having a huge impact my body collapsed because it was too much. I needed more nature. So I burned out and this is when I really reconnected with my spiritual practices. And now this is what I guide other women through, growing their business by blending ancient spiritual wisdom with strategies. So all my learning on my journey are serving me today for Essential Shift, which is my business.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And I do apologize for my French accent that definitely needs a little bit of work there. Oh, so burnout is something I can definitely relate to. And it's something that I have to keep an eye on as somebody who has a lot of Pitta energy. And so explain a little bit more about how you've used Ayurveda to help women who are in this burnout place, which I'm sure many people listening are going, yes, 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 Sal, that's me. That's me. (laughs)
1: So the way I do it is I have learned Ayurveda 17 years ago when I was living in India. So my early 20-year-old self learned Ayurveda for nutrition, for well-being and so on. But my now older self use it in business. And the way I use it in business and I teach other people to use it in business is by going back to the basic principle of Ayurveda, which are the five elements, and those five elements i create analogy with those five elements in business so the five elements for those of you listening were like what is she talking about the mahabhutas are the uh, the space air water earth and fire and in business i help a woman to bring those five elements and balance them in a way that is aligned with their own dosha you mentioned your pitta so you're mainly uh, activated by fire and a bit of water. So how might you bring in your business more space and air and Earth? So we really look into the business foundation, for instance, which would be the Earth element. And how might we bring more business foundation for you in your business, more grounding, more Earth in the way you are going in your business. So then we calm down the Pitta energy the fire energy, the activation, the drive, and so on. So I really use those principles, those ancient spiritual wisdom principle, bringing Ayurveda for business purposes. I've never been done, but Ayurveda is a science of life. It can be used holistically, and in India, it is used for everything. And why not using it for business?
0: Mm, I love that. And I am starting to use it for voice Mm. because it is so powerful to apply these, these principles. And so taking a little bit of a turn from business to voice, because of course, freedom to express and confidence in your voice is such a big part of business because you've got to market it and talk about what you do. So Leticia, can you share a little bit of information about how women can use Ayurveda to help with their voice?
1: mmm I love this question I just love this question because we share this passion for voice and I love how you're bringing the dosha into using the sound and the voice and for me the voice pertains to the Teshas in Ayurveda so let's go back to what are Teshas in Ayurveda we believe that the birth of creation is coming from Ojas, Tejas, and Prana. So Prana is your uh, soul breath, the power of the breath, the Pranayama, the life force. The Ojas is a soul nourishment. It's a food, it's how you eat the food, it's how you consume also things. Can be content, can be the video that you watch, can be all of that. And we have Tejas, which is soul vibration soul vibration, the creation of sound. And we know how Dorga in the Vedic tradition, we know how Dorga, who is one of the goddess, one of the Hindu goddesses, riding on her lion with a bit of her drum created the world, the universe. So in those teaching, we understand how sound is powerful. And even in Aboriginal culture, because we have to honor that we are in Australia, the sound, like the word has been created by sound as well. So this is where the soul vibrations, the Teshas in Ayurveda are essential. And the way to connect with Teshas in your business and in your life is really by reconnecting with the primal sounds that you make through mantras, through Vedic Mantra, which are very powerful through a simple om, or through other Mantras that are more aligned with your own culture. If you want to make more of a oh, that's okay. Just a vibration of sound, reconnecting with the sound within you and also around you, the sound of nature, the sound of the leaves on the ground when you walk, the sound of a river and the sound are aligned with season. We hear different sound, different depending on which season we're in in our life and around us. And this is what I love about Ayvera is we are a microcosm within a macrocosm. We are a micro being within a bigger scheme of thing. And when we align those vibrations, magic happens. And not just magic as a magician, as a wizard, as a witch, but magic as something that is aligned with the right vibration.
0: Oh, so beautiful. I love this. It reminds me of a conversation I had on the podcast from a couple of weeks ago with my energy healer. And we were talking about in so many traditions. There's a story about how the world was brought into existence through sound. And our voice is our very own cosmic vibration that we carry around with us. So, if you're feeling like, okay, well, Sal and Leticia, I hear you. That's all good and well, but I choke up every time I have to do public speaking. You ask me to go live on Instagram. I have a heart attack. I, <laughs> what can I practically do to release this beautiful voice of mine?
1: Uh, I love this question and it will be linked to a story um, that we shared on my podcast when you came as a guest on my own podcast, which is called the Essential Shift Podcast. And for me, it is about bringing back the breath. If you go live, if you go on stage and your vibration, your soul vibration, your Teja is stuck, let it flow through inviting prana, through inviting your life force, through inviting breath. So it can be just posing for a moment and taking three deep conscious breaths. And straight away, your voice will be more aligned with the message you want to communicate. So really reinviting prana and going back to that story, it's really what happened with me. So I was jumping on stage, it was last year for an International Women's Day event, and we have lossy kind of habits to be in front of people, you know, on stage. There's a lot of people in the crowd. It was in between two lockdowns. So I went in Sydney, I was so excited and I jumped on stage. I saw all those women I was like, oh my goodness, I'm losing it. So I just sat and I told them, we're gonna, together, we are going to do a Shadhana so an alternate nostril breathing. And we are really going to balance our divine feminine and divine masculine because I need it now and I'm sure you need it as well. So let's do those breaths together. And I taught them this exercise on stage. We did it together and then my voice, my soul vibration straight away was calmer and more aligned. Everyone in the audience was so present and really listening to my words. And after I had women coming to me and being like, oh my gosh, was this prepared? I was like, not at all, it was not prepared at all. But I knew I needed that. And I'm grateful that I could surrender to my intuitive nudge at that moment, being like, just breathe,
0: breathe. Oh, surrender to my intuitive nudge. Surrender to your intuitive nudge. So often I hear from my clients, this resistance, this, oh no, I, I shouldn't do that. I should say this. I shouldn't go and get a drink. I And there's this real box that gets built. And I'm sure you'd hear the same in business as well of how things should be. So I love that phrase. If we can just surrender and go with what we intuitively feel, chances are that is exactly what the audience needs as well. And as I mentioned on your podcast, I can't think of any industry or any type of presentation where it would be completely inappropriate to start with a breath.
1: Yes. Yes, because we all think together. And remember that sound vibration is a manifestation of energy. Energy being the life force, being prana. So think about sound as something that is contained within the prana. So without the breath, nothing happened. And we know how the rishis and in the Vedic tradition, our lifetime is counted on the number of breaths that we take, not on the number of years that we live. So let's make the most out of every breath we take and let's make sure that every conscious breath we take is an opportunity for us to create the sound that is needed at that moment.
0: So Beautiful. Our life is measured in the breaths we take, and that's why in all of my coaching and courses, there is such a focus on breath because it is the life force for everything, but it is very much so the life force for our voice without breath. There is no voice completely. So we are speaking the same language, <laughs> but speaking. Speaking of language, I would love you to share that beautiful French phrase about voice.
1: Yes. So, in French, we have the same way of saying your path and your voice, which is la voix. La voix. La voix is V-O-I-X for your voice. V-O-I-E for your path. So following your voice is following your path. A voice without a path, it's like not having a voice. This is where uh, suite à voix et ta voix s'ouvrira." It's just kind of, it's when you put them together, you see voix and voix. Yeah, une voix sans voix et aphone which means a voice without a path or a path without a voice it's like someone without a voice or without a path so we need both of them your voice is your path so use your voice intentionally as you follow along your path we really have this teaching in French in more spiritual side of France where it's like it's called the the bird language if I translate it which is the langage des oiseaux which is behind every word it had a meaning with the sound that it makes so for instance in english if i had to translate the bird language in english and that's what i use with my clients for them to understand it a disease is a disease it's being not at ease so we use the same thing in many words in french and voix voice and path are the same word written differently
0: So beautiful. It's even speaking of breathing, the word inspiration means means to breathe in. It comes from the Latin word, which means like the breathing in of ideas. And so I say, if you want to inspire others, you must first inspire yourself. If you want to inspire your words, you must first inspire yourself.
1: Yes. And this is where being mindful about the word we use about the sound we make. Is really impacting your vibration. Remember Tejas is soul vibration. So if you use intentional word, if you use your voice intentionally, then your path will unfold easily, gracefully.
0: I am loving this conversation so much. And it was just this week that I was speaking with a client about setting an intention for a presentation just setting the intention of in and her intention was in this presentation, I'm going to breathe when I pause. And I thought that was brilliant because there can be a lot of overwhelm that comes on top of us with business, with presentations, even in exercise classes. I love how there's that idea of setting the intention because it can give such beautiful focus.
1: Yes. And, you know, listening to you saying that, Every time I go on podcast interview, of course I'm a bit anxious before because I never know really what question I'm going to get asked and I don't prepare because I really connect to my intuition and I follow what is called for me to share. But you have this little anxiety. So what do I do? I breathe before and every time for anyone listening, you will notice are poses of silence because I am breathing. You are breathing, Sal. We are together, breathing in unison, in union to make sure that whatever we share is coming from a place of prana, life force, connection to our soul. Mm.
0: And my background is radio. And one of the things you're not allowed to do in radio is take a pause. It's like the worst thing you can do. They say people think, oh, the radio station's broken and they change stations. So I was taught in radio to never take a pause, to always keep going, to never take a break. But as you'll hear with this podcast is I will let our conversation breathe. I will leave in those pauses because what we don't say is just as important as what we do say. And if in this conversation we are finding intuitively that we need some time to breathe, chances are you listening to this are enjoying those times to breathe as well. So that's a little behind the scenes peak, explaining what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And something that I was taught, I play harmonium and I have an harmonium teacher and you know, A toning teacher. And I really work um, on singing again and reconnecting with my chanting practice for the past three years, because I really felt like I wanted to dive deeper into the Vedic mantra and singing and, and all of that, which was my joy as a kid and how we lose it, you know, as we grew up and then like, oh, what about singing? And every time we are playing the harmonium together and chanting together, you start getting into that space of elevation of, you know, trance, because the Vedic mantra, the harmonium, the drum, all of that activating you, you know, again, the Teja, the soul vibration, activating you another state of consciousness. And then you realize how you breathe way more consciously, even though you are in this other state, you notice every vibration of the inhale, and the exhale when you access the state of altered consciousness. So my invitation for any of you listening to this is what is putting you into that state where you can connect consciously with your breath? Is it through listening to music? Is it a walk in nature? Is it running? Is it swimming? Is it chanting? What is going to connect you back to your breath?
0: What a beautiful point to end this on. Before I ask how people can work with you, was there anything else you wanted to
1: add? The most important is for anyone listening to this, to just see what it is inviting them to do next or to be next, rather than rushing around, like allowing a time for pause and integration of everything we discussed here and seeing what is it that they want to do with that teaching, with that conversation.
0: Mm. If you're anything like me, often we'll listen to a podcast and we'll think, yes, tick off the to-do list, listen to that podcast. Great. What's the next job I have to do? Leticia's is like smiling and shaking her head going, ah, oh, typical teacher behavior. <laughs> but I love that if you can have some silence, think about what we've said today, maybe re-listen to it. We shared a lot of uh, quite new information. And Leticia, if they'd like to learn more about you and work with you, how can they do that?
1: So they can check my website, uh, www.essentialshift.co altogether. Otherwise, find me on Instagram at essential.shift and just DM me over there with any question. On my website, you have all my offering. I offer free webinar and classes and things like that on my website. If you're interested to dive deeper into Ayurveda in business, I have a course for that, so you can just look on my courses. I have many things to help women in business blend spirituality and strategy.
0: Oh, I love that. And I hope I'm not putting you on the spot here and we can cut this if you <laughs> would like to. But would you like to share some of your chanting that you've been working on with your singing teacher? Yes, of course. Yes. I think that would be a beautiful way to end.
1: Yes. So taking out the harmonium will take a bit of time. So what we can do is we can just do it a cappella,
0: without Love the it. harmonium,
1: because it's not unpacked. I'm looking at it. It's here in my <laughs> in my safe space. But so yeah. So what we can do, we can chant together, Om Namo Narayani which is honouring the divine within us. Um, Namo, Narayani.
0: Um, namo,
1: Narayani.
0: Narayani.
1: Okay, so if you want we can do this one. The way to, so first to chant together as Sal would teach you, it's really about first opening our body, opening our chest, and connecting with deep breath. We're just going to do that consciously. really taking the time to drop your shoulder, relax your toe, open your chest and your heart space. Ground your feet on the earth. You may wish to close your eyes as you do that, which is what I'm doing. And on your next exhale, you can start chanting along with me. So what we can do is we can do a Kirtan way, which is call and response. So I'm going to sing once and then you can repeat with me or after me, you know, in your car. Om- back with your breath and in the silence noticing the vibration through your soul through your body of the power of sound and if you love this mantra you can repeat it 108 time, which is called a japa meditation, which is what I do every day. Oh,
0: that was absolutely divine. And the first time I've ever sung on the podcast, probably <laughs> for beautiful good reason to hear you. Thank you so, so much.
1: Thank you.
0: After that, I won't startle you with my outro music. I really hope you enjoyed those beautiful voice vibrations, and I will link to all Leticia's details in the show notes. Also, the link to join Speak From Your Soul, my six week online course to find your authentic voice and make it heard. That link is in there as well. We dive deeper into how you can use Ayurveda to improve your connection with your voice and express yourself confidently. There's actually a whole module where I explain how you can use the elements, the doshas to guide how you actually deliver your words depending on the intention and the nature of those words. And this is incredibly mind blowing stuff. It's going to give you a clear roadmap to what you should be doing with your voice when in order to have the influence you want. And that is speak from your soul. Now is the time to be on that wait list. Thanks for listening to That Voice Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with your people on social media and tag me at Sally Prosser Voice. And for episode details straight to your inbox, leave your email at www.thatvoicepodcast.com.